Okay, so we are going to now pick up with Nedarim. Um, the Nedarim is uh, Nedarim Davchav Zayin. Okay, it's, this is really a, one of the most important places. It could be that after this, before we go, depending on if we do, if we don't, if we finish everything today, we're going to jump into Bava Metzia, because I didn't tell you to bring Bava Basras. But um, if, we, if we finish today, and then uh, so on Wednesday, what we'll do is we'll do both Bava Basra and Bava Metzia, because I want to see some Rosh in, in the Bava Basra Gemara. But right now we're going to do Nidarim. Um, and it's going to, we're picking, the Dharm starts on a Mishnah on Chav Zayin, but then the, the Gemara that we want goes to, to, to Chav Zayin Amud Bey. So we, we want Nedarim Chav Zayin Amud Aleph. Okay, the subject, the, 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 the direct subject is Nedarim, that when a person makes a Neder, of course, he's bound by the Neder. But there are times, and there's such a thing called she'ela on the netter. You can go to a chacham and say, oh, if I would have known that this and this was going to happen, I never would have made the netter. And the chacham finds a petach, and the chacham can be matur the netter retroactively. There are a group of nedarim that we say that the netter does not need a she'elas chacham, but that the netter itself is, is bottle because it wasn't a serious netter. Okay, netter havai, there are, there are groups of nedarim that we say that the neder doesn't take effect because a neder has to have das. Okay, with a, if you if you didn't make a neder with das, it's not valid. It's not. Remember also, this is not a bilateral contract. You know, so if I make a contract with you, and afterwards I come back and I say, well, you know, I really meant dum. We say, well, that's too bad. If you didn't say it at the time, uh, if you didn't say it at the time of the deal, then it's not relevant. And of course, this is where we're going to come into the whole issue of asmachtas. So in a neder, it's, it's, if you didn't really mean it, the neder is bottle. Okay, so one of the examples on Chav Zayin is what's called nidre onsin. That's one, that's a group of nidarim, that's one of the uh, classifications of nidarim that is, if, if, it, if the neder turns out to be baonis, and we'll see in a minute in the mission how that happens, so the netter itself is not valid. You don't need hatara. You don't need anything. The netter is not valid. What's the example? Hidiru chaveiro sheyochal etzlo. So here you made a netter. You want somebody to eat at your house. You want a guest. And the guy is not so interested. And you really want to put pressure on him to come and eat. Even though the Rishonim have some other different scenarios. But I'm just trying to make it simple. All right, so you tell the guy, listen, if you don't eat at my house tomorrow for Shabbos Friday night, then all my nechassim are usher to you. You're not allowed to have any enough for my nechassim. All right, so the guy better show up on Friday night, otherwise he's going to be in big trouble. Okay, so that was the netter. The hu o chala beno o akvo nahar. But there was an onus. It wasn't a major onus. It was a minor onus. The guy got sick or his kid got sick. So Lamaisa, he ended up not coming. But his not coming was for a good reason. Okay. And it was circumstances beyond his control. So hare elu nidre onsim. Those are nidre onsim. And the, the netter does not kick in, meaning when he said, if you don't, 
come to eat by me, all my nechassim are usher, since the ten, since the netter was fulfilled, but ones, so to speak, so it's not chal. That's nidre onsi. Says the Ran. We don't really have Rashi here. We have the Ran and we have Rosh. So says the Ran. The Ran is where you normally look for Tosmos. Nidre onsi nidiru chaveru sheyochal etzlo shechol beno. Koloma. Af al gav delav ones gomur hu. It's not a real ones. I mean, okay, you got sick. You know, you could go when you're sick. Your kid got sick. Find a babysitter. Okay, so it's not a real onus where it's impossible. It's just very difficult. Why? The intent of the madir, the intent of the person making the neder, was only to asser on his friend. Meaning, if you intentionally or or irresponsibly don't come, that's when I want to answer my nechassim on you. Aval, I'm back in the run. Aval shenenas ktsas kegon shecholav v'no v'tzarich l'shomro muter. But if there was a, a you know a an objective reason, even though it's not an impossibility. But it's something that one would understand that wasn't your intention is to make the guy leave his sick kid at home. So then, we say that the netter wasn't made with that intention. Okay? In other words, that's part of the quality of Nidorim. It's not like a bilateral transaction where you need a real onus. Okay? But it's, uh, it's, it's something that we assume that the person did not intend it to be. Let's just take a quick look at the Rosh. The Rosh is on the on the inside of the page in small letters. It, we want the first wide line of the Rosh. Everybody see where it says Pirush HaRosh. Okay, this is different than the Piske HaRosh. And on Nidorim, we don't really have a, an authentic version of Rashi. So we have Ran, and the Tosfos is on the outside of the page. It's not when it's normal place, because even the Tosfos are a little different than normal. And this is Pirush HaRosh. Says the Rosh. What's the reason for the din? He never intended that the onus should kick in if the reason why the friend couldn't come was because of an onus. And these kinds of dvarim shebelev, the Rosh is alluding to a problem. How do you know? Storm Shabalev. He didn't say anything. He didn't say that, of course, if you are, if there's an inconvenience, the netter is, that's not part of the netter. But it's Dvarim Shabalev ki lakol In Nidorin, then we have a concept called Dvarim Shabalev that everybody understands that this is what you meant. Okay? We're going to have to, um, I mean, when we talk here about uh, onsen, we get into the issue of tanai, all right. And again, you see, you can hopefully you anticipate, you see how this is going to open up the door for the question of asmachta. Because what do we say about asmachta? Well, you promised, but you didn't really mean it. Okay, you didn't really mean it. Well, that's what just happened here. The guy made a netter, but he didn't mean under all circumstances. Okay, so this is where it's going to get interesting. Okay, so um, says the Gemara. It says the Gemara. 
Hau Gavra. We're going to have a story here that has nothing to do directly with Nidorim, but it's going to inform us a lot. Yes, Daniel. Yeah, uh, it just, just seems to be like a totally different direction. Until now, we were talking um, about it's just a different case in the sense of like... You're 100% correct. Like, uh, the only common that, denominator... Also, so you're 100% correct. Okay, have some patience. Have yeah. patience and see how the dots get connected. The only common denominator that we do have, the only common denominator we do have is, oh, he didn't mean it. That's why Asmachta Lokanya, if you hold Asmachta Lokanya, because we assume he didn't mean it. Kenyan, like, like, how would there be a Kenyan here? Like, uh, like... No, 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 Idenia, there's no Kenyan here. Right. There are things that only kick in when you mean it. So Nidorim is one, and commitments to another person is another. You got to mean it. If you didn't mean it, so then it doesn't kick in. I just don't see the Tzushtel so much between the Nedar, Nidorim and... and, and... I, I repeat, the only connection, the only connection is that they, they're both connected by being a function of, did you mean it? All right, okay. okay. But hold on, we'll connect it much deeper. Right now I'm on the surface. So, says the Gemara case. All right, he had some um, documents, and he's in a court case. And apparently what, ha- what happened to be is he had to verify the authenticity of the documents. There was some question about whether these documents are valid or not. And he needed to go and find supporting evidence. And the, the litigant was saying, this guy's just stalling. He doesn't have any evidence. He's stalling. I, throw him out of court. So the guy, in order to get credibility with the court, gave, uh, deposited with the court the documents, zachvisa, meaning from the word schus, the documents that supported his case. So he, he, de- he deposited those documents in the co- to the court. The Omar, and he says to the court, Ilo Atina, if I don't come, Atina, if I don't come, Atlas in Yomin, within the next 30 days, Libatlun Hane Dachvisai. So these documents should be considered null and void. I'm, if I haven't verified them within 30 days, then I'm foregoing my claims that are based on these documents. Okay? By the way, he didn't have to do that. He didn't have to do that. Okay, but the court was pressuring him. The guy was pressuring him. So he wanted to get time because he was worried the court's going to, you know, uh, 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 give a verdict against him. So he said, look, give me 30 days. If I haven't done anything in 30 days, throw the, throw my, throw the case out. Here, this is already similar to what we had last week. Daniel, don't try to connect yet. Okay, just look, look, study each case on its own merits. Okay. Okay, so. Um, yeah, okay. So says Rashi, says the Ran, go look at the Ran, Gemara. It's the second very wide line, uh, the second very wide line, Gemara. Im lo atina mikana tlosin yomin, li batel Hi, Gavra, this person. Bikesh mi beizin shiit He wants time to verify his documents. 
שכל ראיות שיש לך להביא, הווה מכאן ועד למד יום. So this is a standard procedure in court. When there's a litigation and a guy says, I have proof, the court says, okay, we'll give you 30 days. But here in this case, the basin was suspicious. The, the basin was suspicious that when he's asking for 30 days, he's just looking to stall. They also emo, so they made a deal with him. That he's got to deposit all of the documents that are supporting his claim against his litigant. The Omar Lahem, and he and he said to them, Okay, so that way he bought himself the 30 days that the basin was not so interested in giving it. Back into the Gomorrah. What happened? Itnis Villoata. He didn't come back within 30 days, but there was an onus. There was a train wreck, the train broke down, uh, his, his mother died. There was some onus, a real, a real um, honest to goodness onus that prevented him from coming back within 30 days. Says Ravuna, tough luck. <laughs> you gave, you gave, we gave you 30 days. You didn't come back. You said that if you don't come back, the, the, um, the documents are going to be null and void. And therefore, says Rav Huna, they're null and void. Omar Le Rava. And you probably were anticipating this, but I want to delve, I want to dig down a little bit in this next exchange. Omar Rava, Omar Le Rava, Anusu. He was a victim of circumstances beyond his control. Well, you could say, yeah, so what? Rav Huna also knew that. The honest Rahmana Patre. And the Torah exempts a person who does something honest from the consequences of what happened honest. Dirsiv, I have a pasuk. I want to stop here for a minute. What's your default understanding when something when a person is a victim of circumstances beyond their control? What's your default? Are you liable for what happens, even though it happened by onus? Or no, a, an onus, it's an onus. You, know, you can't hold me responsible for something that's a victim. Of, I'm, a, I'm a victim of circumstances beyond my control. What's your default? Not liable. That would be the default. Yes, liable. What do you say, Daniel? You're, you're shaking your head, Daniel. I would have thought liable. Don't need to teach that to me. Okay, so let's rephrase what you're saying in my language. If your default, if Doug, is that you're not liable for something that happens bonus, why do I need a pasuk to tell me that onus rachmana patri? Well, I would say that the default is based on the pasuk. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, you don't understand the concept of default. Okay, that, that's exactly what you're telling me is that I needed a pasuk to move me off the default. The pasuk is the chiddush. Because if my default is, there's no pasuk to tell me that if I borrowed $100 from you and it's due today that I have to pay you. There's no pasuk that says that. There's no pasuk because it's pasuk. It's pasuk that, that if I borrowed $100, I got to pay you. I don't need a pasuk. Okay, that's the whole concept of the default. So it sounds like it's not so pushed that only, yeah, um, 
um, the tax deadline in America is April 15th, correct? This year, I think it was April 7th, whatever, right? Doug, April 15th? Yeah. If you didn't pay your taxes because you were sick, do they care? Most likely not. At least I not am an ones. ones. I was an ones. You would have to try to make your case. But at the end of the day, you didn't deliver the goods. You didn't deliver the goods. Okay. You're not, your car registration expired and you didn't renew it for a week. And you're driving around in the car after a week without renewing it. And you're telling the policeman when he stops you, well, I had an onus. That's why I didn't renew it. <laughs> so that's, so you, but at the end of the day, did you renew it? You didn't renew it. Okay. That's all. You didn't renew it. Okay. So you need a Chiddush, Onus Rachmana Patre. And that's the Chiddush of Lenara Losasa Dover. So without that Pasuk, you would say that you are liable for things that happen to you, Ba'onis. So on that basis, the Gemara says, that doesn't inform us about our case. Because Lanara Losasa Dover is telling you that you don't execute the girl because of something that happened to her, but it's execution. That's pretty serious, okay? But maybe it's only execution that I don't do, but other things, maybe I, maybe you are liable for onus. That's the next line of the Gemara. The chitema ketala shiny. Well, the fact that you don't execute because of onus doesn't, give, doesn't tell me that a guy shouldn't be held responsible for his monetary commitments, onus. So the Hatanan, even non non capital punishment, Nidre owns him, Nidira Khabir Shiokhalas will Khalabino, Oshiakibna, Arelu Nidre owns him. So I see that an onus is a reason to say that we're not considering it when you fulfill something but onus, that's not called fulfillment. You realize here it's a little tricky because here what is fulfillment? Fulfillment in the case of the Zachvasa is not coming back. That's the fulfillment. I didn't come back, so I fulfilled the condition that kicks in the, 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 the negation of my documents. So we see here that when you fulfill something, but onus, that's not called a fulfillment. And therefore, Rava is saying, the guy should not be held liable for not returning because his not returning was done by onus. And therefore, we should allow the documents to remain in force. That's the Machlokas, Rava, and Ravuna. Questions till here? Again, now, Daniel, you see how we are connecting them, is the idea that something that happens bonus, we don't call that happening, because it happened bonus. Let's see the run till here. The Chitema Ketala Shiny. Everybody see where we are. It's the fifth line, fifth wide line. When the consequences are execution, then I'm going to say onus gets you off the hook. But other, other non-capital things, why should an onus get you off the hook? I'll show you that even in non-capital things, onus gets you off the hook. So why is a nidre onsin 
doesn't kick in because we say it was never the intention of the Madir to ha- activate the netter under those circumstances. So says Rava, in our case also. So when the guy said, if I'm not back in 30 days, my zechusim should be invalid. So we say the same thing. The guy never intended to, to, to nullify his, his documents if the reason he didn't come back was avert circumstances beyond his control. He never intended to put that into his commitment. Okay, so that's Rava. What does Ravuna hold? I Rav is right. We know that uh, that that uh, that onus rachmana patre and 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 that the netter doesn't kick in when it's when it's activated by onus. Ravuna the loshani lemidi. Ravuna says no, no, it doesn't matter. He he didn't come back. He's on the he's 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 locked in. Even though Ravuna agrees with the Mishnah, Ravuna's not arguing on the Mishnah. Ravuna agrees that when the guy said the netter and the netter was fulfilled by onus, it's not activated. And yet here, it is activated. What's the difference? Why? And here, gotta, it gets tricky here, the language. Mishum da hasam, hasam means in the case of the zach I'm sorry, the opposite. Uh, the hatam is the, uh, is the case of the, um, of the netter. The hasam, in the case of the neder, what's the problem? We, we call the Dvarm Shabalev. Are you sure that the Madir intended that the neder should not kick in if it was fulfilled by Onus? Well, he didn't say anything. But says the Ran, he didn't need to say anything according to Ravuna. The Madir didn't have to say, and by the way, of course, if you don't come to me, if you don't come to me, you my Menechosim are also. But if you, the reason you didn't come to me is because of, uh, of an onus, then I'm not going to activate it. He didn't say that. He just said, if you don't come, so can we, can we therefore say the fact that he failed to mention any conditions means he was making the netter unconditionally? Says the Ran, no, no, no. The minor didn't have to include all of those conditions to prevent the netter from kicking in. Why? <laughs> it's not something that he has a vested interest in. Uh, it's, it's assumed that the fact that he didn't say anything about it, he, he wasn't thinking about that. But by the the guy said, if I don't come back in 30 days, the 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 are bottle. The shouldn't he have worried that maybe some a circumstance beyond his control is going to prevent him from coming back? Does he have a vested interest that if the if it's a circumstance beyond the control that the netter should not kick that the commitment should not kick in? He has a vested interest, so he had to include that because it's a possibility. So then the below atna he didn't include that. So therefore we assume that it's he's 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 bound by unconditional commitment. It was his fault for not mentioning it. So the real machlokas, <coughs> Rav and Rav Huna, is whether the failure to mention that I'm not going to be bound if it's an onus, does that hold him liable even for an onus? Or no, he didn't need to say it because onus automatically gets you off the hook. 
Okay, that's the Gemara's machlokas here. Yes, Daniel. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure, obviously, if this is going to be now going deeper, but did this guy have a choice with the, with the with his documents in Basin? Maybe the Basin wouldn't have listened to him if he would have said, yes, but only, you know, obviously this excludes an onus. He would have said that maybe they wouldn't have given him the 30 days bichlau. So Well, okay, so I don't, I hear what you're saying. That's a, that's a, a very important point, which may we may touch on it later. But the simple understanding is that the Basin was worried that the guy is not stalling. So I don't think the Basin would have said, look, uh, if there's a train wreck, if there's a, you know, if, if, if uh, the airlines are, if the if airspace is shut down, if Israel doesn't let me back into the country, of course you can't hold that against me. Your whole, your whole problem is that I'm trying to stall. I'm committing to come back in 30 days. But obviously, if I can't come back because of an onus, you don't want to hold that against me. He could have said that. Uh-huh. But he didn't. So therefore, he's, he says Rav Huna. Again, Rav says he didn't need to say it. But Rav Huna said, no, 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 he needed to say it. All right? And you can't bring me a proof from Nidre Onsim, because in Nidre Onsim, there was no requirement for him to say anything. And therefore, we can impute assumptions in his, in his das without him having said anything. Okay? Everybody, so the battle lines here are drawn. Rava Ravun says the Gemara. So now we're going to turn and we're going to attack Rava. Because Rava, what is Rava saying? Rava is saying that the fact that he failed to include any conditions about onus in his commitment is not that we don't hold that against him. If the commitment was fulfilled by onus, it's not considered a fulfilled commitment. Says with says the Gemara Ula Rava Maishnami Hadit Nan Hareza Gitech Me Achshav Imlo Bati Mikan Adyud Beis Chodesh. A guy's going on a long trip, and he's worried that he may not come back, and he doesn't want his wife to be an aguna. Doesn't want his wife to be an aguna, or other circumstances. We'll see. But he gives a get conditional. If I'm not back in twelve months, here's the get. Okay, and then in the middle of the 12 months, and he dies. Well, at the end of 12 months, did he come back? No. Why didn't he come back? Choice or onus? Hmm. Onus. (laughs) As the Gemara says, there ain't no bigger onus than dying. Okay, he's not coming back because he's dead. Okay, so that's the biggest onus you can have. Okay, so what should be? He fulfilled the tnai, the onus, and the Gemara says, I raise a get. You didn't come back, it's a get. Again, it's only because he said, Me'achshav. All right, he says, because if he wouldn't have said, Me'achshav, so then it wouldn't be a get for another reason. And he said, if I don't come back in 12 months, it's going to be a get at the end of 12 months. And after six months, he dies. So when the 12 months comes, what have we got? We have an old mother. We have a dead mm-hmm. husband who can't make a divorce. So uh, therefore, it doesn't kick in. It's only because he, he said me'achshav that we can kick it in retroactively. And therefore, the get is halt from today when he doesn't come at the end of 12 months. But his not coming was bonus. And we see that it's a good get. So that's a problem for Rava, because you see here that a, a, a condition that was made, it was a conditional commitment, conditional get, and the full condition was fulfilled, the onus, and we say, I raise a get. 
So according to Rava, why do I care why the guy didn't come back after 30 days? At the end of the day, did he come back? No. Was he an onus? Yeah. Do we care whether he was an onus? I see from the Mishnah and Gita, and I don't care whether he's an onus. At the end of the day, he didn't come back. Uh, maybe Gitan is different because it's so... Wait, 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 wait. Daniel, you're Swiss. You're not American. The Americans want answers right away. No questions. Just give me all the answers. Quickly. I don't like to sit in a question. Live with the question a little bit. There is a problem here. Okay. I say, you know, luxuria in the kasha. Really, there's a problem here. <laughs> Says the run. Says the run. Uh, guess what? I'm sorry. There's no run. There's no run. Okay. Um, is there Rosh? Let me see if there was Rosh. No, okay. So says the Gemara. Amai Hamenisitnis. Okay. So says the Gemara, what Daniel wanted to jump to. But you have to realize that the Gemara asks a Kasha, Daniel. The Kasha is always, you got to always view the Kasha as better than the Terrets. Okay. Terrets. Dilma, and just from that first word, you realize that you shouldn't have jumped to being so, so obvious. Dilma, this is Rava, can wiggle out of it. Shiny hasam. What's the? why is that different? Meaning, what does it mean, shiny hasam? Right, what it means is, right, what it means is that I'm going to allow that tenai to be fulfilled even though it's an ones. Whereas in our case, fulfillment ba'onis, says Rava, is not called fulfillment. What's the difference? Because de'i ha'viyada demais, had he known when he acted, when he made the condition, if he would have known that after six months he's going to die, what would he have done? Does he want her to be divorced or he doesn't want her to be divorced if he dies? He would want her to be divorced. He wants her to be divorced. So if another would have come and said, you know, mister, in six months, you're going to be dead. So your coming ain't going to work because you're not coming is going to be bonus and the get won't work. What would he have done? I'll divorce her right now. He would have divorced immediately. He have a yada demise. So therefore, we understand that his das is that if he doesn't come back because of death, which is an onus, that onus, he does not want to prevent the, 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 the condition from being activated. But in our case, of course, the guy doesn't want the condition to be activated if he's not coming back as the onus. Okay, so therefore, Rava can live with both of those. Let's see the run. Now we have a big run here. Dilma, I'm sorry, we don't have a big run. The big run is on the next page. The Dilma shiny hacha diaviyara demais min alter gomer v'yoyev gita. Why? Shaharei. Now we have to ask, why is the guy doing this? Why is he giving the woman the get? Shaharei lo nosal get elo mishum delo nichale de tipo kameyava. The reason he's divorcing her is he wants his wife to be a divorcee. He has no kids. He's afraid he's going to die. She's going to she's going to be stuck with his brother. Okay, so he doesn't want that to happen. So he wants to give her a get in case he dies. So since his whole motivation is to protect her from Yibum, it's very clear that he wants to get to be Chal, even if the onus for not coming, if the onus for not coming back is death. Okay? And therefore, says the Gemara, 
Rava can live with that and still say that our guy here is not bound by the condition that he made because he doesn't want it. He didn't want it to be activated. So one of the things you start, hopefully you're starting to see is a lot depends on the guy's das. A lot, we, we, sometimes we have to read into the das, right? Sometimes we don't know what is das. But when it's clear what his das is, so then we, the, the das makes a big difference. So in the Zachvase, our assumption is that he did not want the condition to be fulfilled if the fulfillment happened by onus. Whereas in the get, he did. Okay, so right now we're, I think we're, everybody should be happy. Rava stands, Rahuna, Rahuna also stands. We have a machlokas. Okay. Says the Gemara. We had another famous case there in Gitan and in the beginning of Ksubis. So the guy says to his wife, if I don't come back within 30 days, it's a get. Okay? On the 30th day, he's back. But the boat, the ferry, right? And, you know, I know they have a Staten Island ferry or something. So it takes, you know, it takes six hours to go from one end to the other in those days. Well, the ferry's on the other side. So he's not going to be able to get the boat to get back on time. And he's standing at the other end of the river, standing there screaming. Right? I'm back. I'm back. Here I am. I'm here. Omar Shmuel Lo Shmei Masya. Says Shmuel, he's not back. Very sorry. Being on the other side of the river, screaming, I'm here, I'm here, when you're not here, is not here. And therefore, is the get a get? The get is a get. I, Freg the Gemara, the Hamenus Anis. But wait a minute. He's not coming back. Is he standing there screaming at you, I'm back, I'm back? Why isn't he back? An onus or not an onus? Onus. Of course an onus. onus. So what do I see? That a condition that he made and it was kick, and it was fulfilled, the onus, it's called fulfilled. So it's a Kashan Rava again. According to you, Rava, the guy who didn't come back because of the Zachvisa, because of an onus, who cares? The wife is divorced, even though his not coming back was bonus. So why aren't your zachvitsa annulled, even though you're not coming back was bonus? Everybody understand that this is a very powerful question on Rav. Okay. The way we see his dots, he's saying he actively doesn't want it to be kicked in. But yes, and what does Shmuel say? What does Shmuel say? It'll work. It's Too bad. Work. Too bad. Right. That's exactly what the guy in the Zach was saying. He's like, I, I, my not coming back was bonus, so don't hold it against me. Don't that activate the condition cool. that I made when the condition was fulfilled bonus. It's a big Kiddush and Shmuel, and that's hard to understand. Yeah, that's, that. that's, that's a whole big discussion in Subas. Okay, it's a whole big discussion in Subas and Gita, and I actually have a whole sheer Chloe on that Gemara uh, uh, to make a distinction between the guy who says, if I don't come back within 30 days, it's a get. And then he's standing there at the river screaming, I'm back, I'm back. As opposed to the guy who says, if I don't come back within within 12 months and he gets sick and he can't come back. 
And the Gemara has a whole big discussion. There's a big difference. Okay? But we're going to stay focused on this. Okay? Without getting sidetracked. There's a lot of sidetrack there. But we're focusing on this. Okay? So, so he's standing there screaming, I'm an onus, I'm an onus. And Shmuel says, tough luck, guy. The condition was come back. You didn't come back. Ah, you didn't come back, bonus. Okay, but you didn't come back. That's a kash on Rav. Because the, because the, the Zachvasa guy didn't come back, bonus. And Rav's and get, get letting him off the hook. So I see from Shul, you can't let him off the hook. Okay? Yeah, Josh. <clears throat> Just to point out, Shmuel's in a mora. Can't Rav argue with Shmuel? In, well, first of all, Rava is a later Amora than Shmuel, if, if you want to go down that road, okay? But the simple understanding is that you don't see anybody at the time of Shmuel arguing with Shmuel, <laughs> okay? That, that, but that, that's the simple understanding. Uh, I guess if we, I'll say like this, if we wouldn't have a Teretz, ah, uh, you had it by the throat, so Rabba could say, yeah, I disagree with Shmuel. I hold that in that case, the guy would uh, would. Uh, but you'll see the Terrence is much better. Terrence is much better than saying that. Okay, says the Gemara. Dilma unsa de migloi shiny. Um, right? Um ma'avra migloi onse. An anticipated onus. The, the idea that the, that the ferry might not be at the dock when you're coming back. Is that anticipatable or unanticipatable? I hear the tour guide is talking. You got to plan your trip well. It's very anticipatable. So what the guy needed to say, he needs to, things that are anticipated, they're, they're beyond your control. No question that the ferry not being there is beyond your control. So technically it's an onus. But there are certain onsen that it's anticipated. And if you don't include that in your condition, then, of course, I don't want to be bound if this anticipated onus happens and you didn't say that. So then you're bound. All right. So the idea of and what really Rav is saying is that that dinner shul is a very localized onus. That's how Rav is going to answer it. It's a very localized onus. It's an onus that was incumbent on the guy to include in his condition before he left that in case that happens, I don't want the I don't want it to, to kick in. Okay. But apparently in Rubba's case, it must have been a real honest to goodness onus that was not anticipatable. That's how you're going to have to understand it. We'll see in the Ron in a minute. Okay. All right. So let's see the Ron till now before we get into our keywords in the next line of the Gomorrah, where the Gomorrah finally brings in the issue of Asma. So go back, you have to go back to Omar Aleph. The Rash the Ron is in Ahmad Aleph. It's by the, the half circle and the star because it's telling you that this, this run really belongs on a base. Okay, it's two, four, six. It did get cold in Yushalayim, but not that cold. Did Rav Kowinski just disappear? No, he froze. I think the, the, you froze. The Zoom froze. What? The Zoom froze by him. We've lost the dear rabbi. <laughs> um, 
I sent him a message, but I'm obviously not sure if he sees it. So far, not. Just when it was getting good. <laughs> Listen, we're just getting credit on credit on Daf Yomi right now, like like we're doing like a little bit, you know, Daf Chazain, like you know, it's like you know when it comes around, so. We'll have a little bit more. Oh, sorry. The message finally got them, but he didn't see it yet. It's a far way to send a message from my building to his building, obviously, right? Is that anticipated freeze or unanticipated? I told you it got cold in Shalai and bitch. You feel it too, man. I just I got a chill, just like you know, like I don't know what it's like that in America, you know, but yeah. season really changed here. I, I I'm here in in, in, in Kirtjeville. What are you doing, Kirtjeville? My daughter is uh, doing her swimming at the uh, Lynn. Oh, so you're babysitting. So I'm in, yeah, I'm, I'm here. But, uh, Sabah Hato, right? You know, I guess, uh, I wonder if, if, you know, internet freezing, Zoom freezing, is that something that should have been anticipated or was uh, something that... Uh, I think based on our experience over the last two, two, two odd years, yes, it's definitely to be anticipated. So if that's true, that means that Rabbi Carlin sees Chayev. <laughs> Is all this going to be recorded? Yes, it's still recorded. I bet. Okay, so now he caught on. He's going to have to fix the recording. I wonder if elections are going to come into, like, you know, like if the whole concept of elections is going to come into our smartphone. There's some sort of. <laughs> Thank you. 
the first to smell it right now. So for the uh, for our, our compatriots in Eritrea, when are the elections? Tuesday. Tuesday. Wow, coming right up. The next one. In America. Uh, I think we also have. Uh, it's Tuesday, also. No, well, a week from Tuesday. Second it's Tuesday. The, November eighth. But by next Tuesday, we might have the next next you know run, you know the sixth election. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bitter galesta, let me tell you. Uh, you guys think the life is crazy by you guys? It's over here. It's like it's become the sugar. Okay, I'm back. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, there's a machlokas whether I need a faster internet connection a fiber internet, or I need a new computer. Whether the problem of the freezing is because of the computer or because of the internet connection. I'm starting to think it's because of the computer, that the computer is too sluggish and that I may need to upgrade the computer. That's, yeah. uh, I, I think that's, I think that's the default uh, analysis. That's what uh, Romy Leibler told me when I asked him this week or last week. I'm sorry, what? I asked Romy Leibler about the same question, and he right, said, that, my, "Yeah, the machlokas is with Romy Leibler. Romy Leibler told me that I should check whether my computer is just too sluggish, and that I don't need a fiber internet because 100 megabytes should be good enough." Yeah, um, I'm going to have to check with Josh Penn and see what he thinks. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it could be that it could be that I need both, but uh, I have a feeling that the computer just—it's an old right. computer and it's very sluggish. Anyway, let's okay, get back. I'm sorry. Where yeah, we yeah. where where did we freeze out? Where did we freeze out? Try get um, more memory. Get more memory. of this last piece here now. No, but I have eight megabytes of eight gigabytes of memory, so that should be enough. Eight, no, eight's not enough. Eight. No, you don't think so? I don't know if my computer. You can, can always more. borrow some without any cost, and then. Yeah. See if it's a difference that makes a difference. And then. Uh, okay. All right. I'll take in the count. That's a good idea. I'll check that out also. Okay. So let's get back into our Gomorrah. Um, so set, we, we're back in the Ron, the Ron on Dilma. Seven lines from the bottom, Chavzaino et al. Okay. Everybody back with me? Yeah. Dilma, Onus, Demagli, Shiny, Klomar. Kivan, Dishkiach, Tuva. It's very common. It's very common for the, for the, for the fairy to be out. So the, the, the husband should have said, look, in case I can't get back onto the ferry, that shouldn't be called uh, uh, not my not coming. 
He had another terrace. Those of you who learned the beginning of Meseches Ksubis should remember that there's a rabbinic restriction on a, on a condition being applying onus to a condition in get for various reasons. Again, it's beyond the scope of what we want to talk about because the Gemara did not use that, that, that terrace. Obviously, the Makshan, if he brought this question in as an attack on Rava, he must be working in the world of Yesh Onus Begitin, that there is a Tainus Onus, which is one of the approaches in the Gemara. Okay. All right. So now let's go back into our Gemara and see why we, why did we access this to begin with for our Sugis. Says the Gemara, Ula Ravuna. What did Rav Huna say? Rav Huna said that the guy loses his zachvasa. Why? He didn't come back. So Rava says he shouldn't lose it because of onus. Says the Gemara, I have another reason why he shouldn't lose it. Okay? Did he mean it? Did he mean that if he can't, if he can't, if he doesn't come back, that he's going to lose his, 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 all his rights, that, his, he, that the case is going to... He didn't mean it. He needed to stall for time. It's a perfect asmachta. He, he said, I'll do something. Sure, I, if I don't do something, I'll have consequences. Sure that he's going to be able to do it. And then he didn't do it, but he never meant it. Perfect asmachta. Okay, that's the Gemur's Kash. Okay, so says the back to the run. Back to the run on the previous page. This guy, and again, here we're going to have another understanding. We've got our, one of the reasons we're seeing all these sources is because we're going to have to put together a picture of the definition of asmachta. What's the definition of an asmachta? So says the Ran. Hi, Gavra. <laughs> he agreed to give over to, to, to give over the Shtaros because he's sure that he's coming back. Even if it would have been a delay and he didn't come back, he could have said, I, I never meant it. I, 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 what, I'm going to lose all my court case? All my, I'm going to lose a $10,000 a claim on a guy because I didn't come back in 30 days? So there is a Rav Huna who says, Asmachta is Komeh. Kim Leilashas, the Hadarbe Rav Huna. We're going to see that Gemara. We're going to see that Gemara where there's a discussion about Asmachta. And Rav Huna starts out by saying, Asmachta Kanya. And then at the end, he's Choserbo and says, Asmachta Lokan. Kid Hadarbe Rav Nachman Hosem, Diminyume Ahadre. There was a Tana named Diminyume that got both Rav, that got Rav Huna to be choser from asmachta kanya, to agree asmachta lokanya. Okay? So, Lechairo, we have a very big problem. How can Ramuna say that the guy's losing it? Forget, forget the onus, forget the not coming back. It's an asmachta. Okay? Back into the Gemara. Says the Gemara, shiny hacha, demitfasan zechusan. Says back to the Ran, what, why does that make a difference? Mitvah says the Ran, 
Shiny Hacha, third line from the bottom. Shiny Hacha, the mitzvahs and zechuset. Shekivan sheyatsu mirishuso vehitfisan biyad bezdin like asmachta. You can't call it an asmachta when he gave over his shtaros, put them in the hands of the bezdin, so they're out of his control. What do you mean you didn't mean it? What were you thinking? You don't have any control anymore. Normally, asmachta means I'm I have control. And I'm confident that I will succeed. So then I never meant that I'm not going to succeed. But here you gave away your schuya. You gave the shtaros to the Bezdin. You can't claim asmachta when you actually gave it away. You can't say you weren't serious. Josh, I suspect, did you learn this, Gamora, Josh? Yes. Okay, so just make sure you're not going to ask Gamora's kash. No, I'm going to ask on the, I'm going to ask from the Gamora and Baba Basra. Is it because he did? That's the Gamora's kash. Oh, okay. That's, the okay. I, that's what I asked you. If you look, I, I saw in your face exactly what you're going to ask, and I wanted to make sure that you're not asking it because you know the Gemara. That's the Gemara's next line. Says the Gemara, what are you talking about? Now we go back to our Gemara and Baba Basra that we did the first time. So the guy paid off half of a debt. And he gave the star to a shlish because he didn't want to have to patch it with a receipt. And the other guy wasn't willing to write a new star. And he said, okay, if I don't pay off within 30 days, give the guy back his star and he'll collect a thousand dollars from me. So what are we saying there? We see that when he gave it away, it's called an asmachta, and the halacha is lo yite, ain halacha kirabiosi. Ain halacha kirabiosi damar asmachta kanya. But we hold asmachta lo kanya. So you see that that's called an asmachta, even though he gave away the stars to the shlish. Okay. That was going to gonna be your question, Josh? <laughs> I hope everybody had the same question. The whole, with the very first Gomorrah that we learned made an asmachta when the guy gave the star to the shlish. And he said, if I don't come to pay, give him the star and he'll collect the loan over again. Did he really mean it? He never meant that. But he gave away the star. So according to our Gomorrah, that should have bound him. It should, it should have neutralized the problem of asmachta. And the Gemara there said it doesn't. The Gemara says it has a smachta, and therefore you don't give it. Therefore you don't give it back. Okay, says the Gemara. What's the teretz? Shiny hacha de omer levatlan zechuse. Not the same thing. Let's see Rashba. Let's see Ra. Go back to the Ra now. So first the ter- the teretz. Shiny Hacha de Matvesen's third line from the bottom. Shiny Hacha de Matvesen's Chusei, it's not an Asmachta because he gave away his Taros. Kivan Shiyotsum Hishusov Itisim Biyad Bezdin, Lek Asmachta. Ah, he says the Gemara, the Hishli Shtaro, the Gemara Baba Basra, where the Lova gave over the Shtar to a Shlish. Shinosto Biyad Shlish, Rabbi Yossi Omer Yite, Dispirle Asmachta Kanya, Rabbi Yudo Omer, Lo Yite, Dispirle Asmachta, Lo Kanya. So I see that that's an Asmachta. Again, it's a machlokas whether it works or not. But everybody agrees it's an asmachta. I gave away the star. 
says the Gemara shiny hacha the Amar li batlan schuse kolomar who mochel kol koach v'schus sheyeshlo ba'usen shtaros. It's not the same as telling saying do X or do Y. What he's saying is I'm neutralizing the validity of the shtaros. You got to pick it up on the next page. The kiva de mechilahi. What he's really saying is, I'm foregoing any claims I have through these shtaros. Then let's be asmachta. De miyad zocha bo chavero. Vechein bemoser liyad chavero v'omar lo. Im lo esekach zechei bemashabiyadcha kana. De leka asmachta. In other words, if I give, if I say I promise to do something, and if I don't do it, I'll pay you a hundred dollars. That's an asmach. But if I hand something to you, and I say, "Here, this is yours," if I don't do something, and I didn't do it, then you can't say I didn't mean it because I gave it to you. Then that's not an asmachta. When is yes an asmachta? And here we're getting the definition according to the Rat. Ella, what is yes an asmachta? Be Omer etain o eshalem. I will give or I will pay. Uchiyotzi behem. Bechain das harambam zal. The enkain das Rashi. I hope you realize that Rashi, we're going to see the Rashi, where in Rashi it's just a question of whether he expected to be able to do it or not. Okay? Um, you know what? We've got to stop here because we can't understand the rest of this Ron until we see the, the Gomorrah in Bava Basra, in Bava Metzia. So that's going to be the next step. You know what? The next step is to see Bava Metzia. Um, the first Bava Metzia we're going to see is Mem Chesamud Beis. So have your Bava Metzia. There are three Gomorrahs in Bava Metzia. One of them is very straightforward. A couple of them are a little complicated. Well, two are straightforward. One is very complicated. And then what we'll do is we'll come back to this Ron to finish it off after we see Rashi. Okay. So Bezrat Hashem Wednesday, um, again, everybody's adjusted to the time. This is one more week. We're on, we're on standard time. America's on daylight savings time. I think Europe is already on standard time also. Right, Gabor? Yes, okay. Um, two of you, where are you? New York. New York, okay. So six hours. Okay, so Beseda, so we'll see everybody Wednesday with Bava Matzias. And then keep your Nadarim handy because we're going to need to get back to the finish this run after we see Bava Matzias.